Hello and Chrysler to episode 71 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. Um, quiet week, uh, not much has happened over here. Um, we've all just sort of got on with our lives, uh, you know, normality and all that. Um, I'm only joined by Kaus because Rodri um, rang me earlier to say he's in London in a very large queue to go and see a dead woman. So um, yeah, I don't, don't know what he's up to, um, but uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll hear from him soon. So, Kaus, uh, how are you? Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, very good, right? Very good. Like you say, very quiet week. Nothing's happened, um, except for some reason um, we have to listen to depressing songs uh, on the radio. So, yeah, yeah. apart from that, uh, I haven't watched TV. So, yeah, if there's any news, you'll have to let me know. But, um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm good. Apart from that, mate, yeah, all good. Yeah. Good stuff. It's just been another normal week on Normal Island. So, um, yeah, we finally had some f- football to talk about yesterday, and some and some news to talk about. So, uh, we could bring you this podcast because obviously, if we were to record on Monday, it would have been a very strange pod. So, uh, I'm yeah. glad we've got some stuff to talk about. So, you know, in this uh, in this week where we are void of content because no one's putting anything out, I'm glad we can bring you something. So, we'll start with Robert Page. Uh, awarded a four-year deal um, to um, to carry on his management of the Welsh national team. Kaus, what are your you know what were your immediate thoughts when you when you saw the news? Um, my my immediate thoughts were oh wow that you know that that's a long contract. Um, yeah, and then I thought about it and I thought no that that's that's just about right in my opinion. I think um, you know he, he thoroughly deserved a, a contract as as our. Uh, manager on a on a permanent basis uh but you know i think it would have been an insult uh, you know as you know with contracts for the for the welsh boss we do it from campaign to campaign don't we mm. um i think it would have been an insult to only give him two years uh given that you know he's the first manager to to get us qualified for a world cup since uh jimmy murphy in 58 so i think it would have been an insult to give him any less than four uh four years so yeah i think it's about right um you know hopefully it's a, it's a good deal for him i'm sure it is uh and uh and yeah we we can all just sort of um you know concentrate on the football now i, I mean you know it's it's incredible what we've achieved really given the fact that he was an interim manager for so so long with everything yeah. going on with gigs so you know what you, you look back and you know what an amazing job he's done i did see something today just quickly i was going to say um it's very surprising that he he's got the second worst uh, win percentage hmm. since um, since Bobby Gould of any manager since Bobby Gould. But yeah, I think you've I think you've got to remember on top. But weirdly, he's actually got the second best points per game. So it's yeah, we we've drawn a lot of games. I suppose is what what we you know what I'm saying. But also, you've got to remember we've played a tournament in that time. Yeah, and and, um, and the Nations League Group A. You know, and with, Group A, with, exactly. With, with the uh, the context of obviously having the qualifier in June, so we, yeah. we had to sort of rotate. So I guess there's there's always yeah. um, caveats to stuff like that in there. But yeah, yeah it, it was a bit course. of a, I I did see that as well, and I was like, oh okay. Yeah, like it, it, it was surprising because yeah, but, but yeah. I, I, like like I say, I think uh, I think the Nations League uh, probably more so than even the um, the the tournament. Yeah, uh, has, has skewed that slightly because, like I say, we, we weren't even playing our, our first teams in, mm. in in those games. So um, you know, I think before that, I think obviously his record was exceptional before yeah. that. 
Um, but yeah, it still is exceptional. It still is. He's done an unbelievable job, and uh, and yet thoroughly deserves the four years. I think. Yeah, I, I I think you know it is mentioned about how how good a job he's done in the circumstances, but I I, I still think it's quite understated about that sort of. Up until the Euros, and even in the Euros, it was only sort of after the Euros where he was sort of said, "Right, this is your job now." Albeit, yeah, not not permanently, but you you know we're not because obviously there was a suggestion when he took over, and especially going into the Euros, that Giggs had some sort of voice in the camp. Yeah. Um, whereas you know it's only been since the autumn that he's really started to put his stamp on things, and I yeah. think that's where we we really picked up again because. You know, he was still very early to the job. His club, his club managerial career, CV, you know, very middle of the road. Did an yeah. okay job with the under-21s, as, you know, as well as an under-21s manager can do. Yeah. Um, and I think he's also grown into the job as a, as a person. Like yeah. his press conferences now compared to, to um, you know, at the beginning of his tenure. I just think he's a very... And I'd want to play for him. He comes across as a really good bloke and I can imagine he's a really good motivator and a good man manager. And there's yeah. no one at the moment who's available that is better for the job, I think. You know, we always speak yeah. about someone like Steve Cooper, but he's not going to be leaving Nottingham Forest at this no, time. No, you know, and no. I just think, yeah, there's no one better for the job. And like you said, I think for me immediately, it was like, okay, four years, that's a long time. But it isn't in national in national in international football, no. is it? You know, it's, no, it's not. It's it's a campaign for the Euros, which on paper, with the extended tournament as it is now, we yeah. should be qualifying for. And I'd like to think, if we don't qualify for it, there's probably a break clause because yeah. where we're at now as a, as a nation, as a football nation, um, we should be qualifying for every European Championships. So barring a disaster, he'll qualify us for the Euros. Yeah. Um, then, Steady now, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then and then it's all about you know whether we can go yeah. for another World Cup because we all know yeah. how hard it is qualifying for a World Cup. We can't take it for granted like yeah. we 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 may start doing European Championships. So, um, but yeah, I I'm I'm all in the page camp, and he, I never really wrote him off, but he but he has won me over um uh, as a as a manager and as a person, and I think an international manager needs to be a good person as well because. Yeah. You know they are ambassadors for our country, um, better than any uh, you know person who was born into it would be. Um, you know he he is a he's a figurehead, and um, not just for the men's game uh, or the senior men's game, but for like all of Welsh football. Like yeah. essentially, he is the face of Welsh football as as the men's team manager, and along yeah. with Gemma Granger, I think they both are, are ambassadors. And um, yeah, long may I continue. I think he deserves it, and. Um, Hopefully, we may see him, you know, stamp a little bit of um, put himself on a, a more now. We've seen it more and more, and you know the yeah. sort of players he's picking and the style of play. And I think, um, I think we'll see more of that from him, especially after the World Cup, as we go into the next campaign. Um, and on that subject, we had a squad announcement as well this morning. Yeah. Um, Thirty, no, it was twenty-eight players named. Um, no Aaron Ramsey, no Harry Wilson, who are carrying injuries. Yeah. Um, one, I guess the one surprise was um, Luke, Luke Harris. Luke Harris, yeah. yeah. So obviously we spoke about him on the pod recently. Um, Plays for Fulham, did a lot of you know playing well for the youth team, um, and we said you know there was a chance he may be in the squad. I I thought it might be too soon before the World Cup, yeah. considering he's not played much senior football. But Kaus, I'm assuming. 
Page is going to use these two games now next week um, to experiment, and hopefully we'll see a bit of Luke Harris and see what he's made of. Yeah, definitely. I think I think now um, you know we, it looks like the well, you know the. the we are using these as friendly games, you know, now that the Nations League, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure that's the case. We want to win, of course. Of course, we want to win. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I'd like to see him involved. Um, you know, I think uh, I, I don't know too much about him. I haven't seen him play before, I've got to admit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think the likes of him, I think, um, you know... Where's Where's Burns in there as well? Maybe Maybe we could throw him mm. in and you know have a look at him. But um, yeah, I think uh, you know there's still there's still a couple of players in the squad who um, you know they 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 possibly they're they're merit they're on merit in, in what they've achieved in the past. Your mm. likes of uh, you know your, your Chris Gunter and um, you know I mean I mean Johnny Johnny Williams has still got time on his side in many ways, hasn't he? You know yeah. hopefully he can get some good uh, club form together, but. Um, yeah, I, like, I quite like the look of that squad for these games. A uh, few lads, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing um, Mark Harris. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you know, he's a player who uh, is he having a half decent season with Cardiff? Uh, like the Cardiff fans have turned on him a bit in recent weeks. Um, I think Cardiff aren't, haven't been scoring goals, and he's one of our strikers. So when yeah. that happens, but he scored last night. He yeah. played in a two. We Cardiff changed his system last night and played like a five-three-two. Yeah. Um, whereas we've been playing four three three, and Mark Harris, I, I can I can tell you for sure, isn't a lone striker. I always no. really look better out wide. He's I, this is his level, if not maybe slightly lower. Um, right, but I think he's an asset to have because he's he makes clever runs, and um, yeah, I don't think he's ever going to be uh, a starter for Wales. And no. he's I think he's already twenty four now. So, but I think he, you know, we need we. Uh, you know, throughout the history of Welsh football, we've always suffered from lack of options off off yeah. the bench and depth. And he does bring, you know, just a good, solid, decent player to have in that twenty six man squad or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm sure we'll see a bit of him. Um, yeah. But I guess looking at the squad, twenty eight players picked. Uh, we can only take twenty six of the World Cup if you factor in. Harry Wilson and Aaron Ramsey being fit, that's 30. And there's, there was two players from the previous squad um, that haven't been picked, which is Adam Davis, who I think is injured, yeah, and Nathan Broadhead. So that's sort of 32 players that can feature. Obviously, Tyler Roberts came back in in this squad as well, well-deserved. To get it down to 26, Kaus... Yeah, who misses out hmm. off the top of your head? Well, I mean, I think you've probably you've probably got to look uh, at this squad. Probably, probably Luke Harris. Uh, yeah. you know, from this one, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to think he'd come in and do well. But you know, I think this is this is very, you know, it's a, it's an expert it's, it's an experimental squad in many ways, but yeah. it's also probably about about as strong as we can pick as well. Yeah. And it's just um, about getting experience for someone. Like yeah, Harris, of course, you know? so of course. It's, it's, but yeah, it's not about getting him into the first team straight away. Yeah. But having you know been around the squad and being in the in the camp, yeah. which will benefit him in his career going forward. Then, I think, I think, um, I think there's probably you're probably looking at five or six in this squad now, who um, 
it, it'll be all about their form between now and, and the squad selection mm. for the World Cup. Yeah, um, I, I'd, I'd even I'd even go as far as to say your you likes of your you know your Rabi Matondo. It's it, it's he's got yeah. an important couple of months now. He's got to do well. Um, I, I don't see Wes Burns being in the uh, yeah in the World I, Cup squad. Unlikely, um, I think. Obviously, one of the keepers. I guess it's going to be Ward and Hennessy, and then yeah, and I'm then probably, if Adam Davis, Davis is fit, yeah. if he's I, fit, I, I he goes. Say, yeah. I would say him and King have been, you know, sort of. Uh, it's been between them, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's you know, it's it's a difficult one just looking at that squad now, and you know, it. I think I think I think it's a big couple of months for Dolan Levitt as well. To be honest, Dundee United struggling. He, you know, he's yeah. obviously their main man in many ways, but uh, yeah, uh, there's. There's a few players there that, you know, if you're being really cutthroat and harsh, you're not going to shed any tears about not seeing him go to the World Cup, you know, really. Yeah. Um, but um, but at the same time, you know, I think I, I, I look at some of the elder statesmen. I think for me, Chris Gunter still goes still goes to the yeah. World Cup, I think. Agree, agree. Um, and know, Johnny just, Williams. Just, and Johnny Williams, yeah. yeah. I think, those I think those so. two, I know, I know it, it's unpopular with some people, but... Um, we've said it before, and I'll and I'll and I'll beat that drum again. You know, there is if you if you factor in eleven players who are mm. going to start, eleven players who are immediate backups brings you to twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. A third keeper brings you to twenty three. There's three spots left then, and yeah. if you fill that with two characters and a youngster for experience, for example, yeah. I think having someone like Gunter and Johnny Williams, even if they don't feature on the pitch, what they do off the pitch in a tournament, yeah. it's 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 priceless. And I think, yeah. I think you know, it's easy to say we should pick like an up-and-coming youngster, but I, I don't think they can offer the squad yeah. enough compared to someone, especially Gunter. Obviously, yeah. everyone loves Johnny as well. He's such a, a top bloke. Yeah. So I think I think they both have to go for me. Um, yeah, unless, yeah I, I think so. Unless, I, I obviously, this... You know, Luke Harris goes on and has a stormer over two games, and has yeah. you know breaks into the Fulham first team squad. Then there's a decision to make. But right now, yeah. I don't think there's you know I'd I'd take him over a, a Rabi or I'd take them over a Wes Burns because I think they bring more to the squad rather yeah. than the you know because Wes Burns isn't going to start games in the World Cup barring no, injuries, no, is he? No. So you know, I think you know, no disrespect to Wes Burns, and I'm sure he agrees with me. So um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think it's I think it's a it's a it's an interesting time for um, uh, for for Dan James at the moment. He's been a he's been a starter, regular starter for Wales for a long mm. time. Um, I think I think he needs to he needs to have a good couple of months. Otherwise, I I, I don't think he's going to start for us in the World Cup. Yeah, I guess the emergence of Brennan Johnson. Yes, has sort of he. If you look at the sort of the front forward players, he's the one that people tend to say should miss out for him and he's so important to the way we play that I would probably struggle to leave him out but yeah. like you said if Brennan Johnson continues playing well in the Premier League and scoring goals and yeah. Dan James hopefully he has t- game time and kicks on a bit with Fulham who are playing well I think it's quite a good club to be at at the moment yeah. um yeah, he he could be the fall guy, but again, it's a, that's a nice headache to have for Paige, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I was I was just going to say as well. I hope no one listening thinks that I'm saying Dan James shouldn't be in the squad. I was, I was purely saying about the starting lineup there. Yeah, yeah, James. yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think with the emergence of Brennan, like I think um, he's he's looking like he's possibly possibly going to uh, overtake 
uh, Dan James in that lineup. But like you say, he's very important and the way he stretches the defence, even yeah. when even when perhaps he's not having a great game in possession of the football. Yeah. Dan James does so much for the team just in terms of his uh, energy levels and uh, you know, just just frightening defenders to death. So um yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what sort of eleven that we uh, you know we start with mm. in these games and then obviously the World Cup. Um I think a lot I think there's two or three places up for grabs in the first eleven. Yeah. And I think there's probably six or seven, five, six or seven places up for grabs in the squad. So th- these games are gonna play a big part. Um, you know, because as as has been proven time and time again, I think Paige pays more attention to what these players do for Wales rather than their clubs in many aspects. Yeah. Um so but but having said that, um, you know, some of these players that he'll be probably fifty fifty on in uh, in Robert Page's mind, they are gonna have a couple of good they're gonna have to have a couple of good months for their club as well. Yeah. I think those players will know it as well and they're gonna be um Yeah. They're going to be playing for the shirt, essentially, to use the cliche. Um, and talking of cliches, I'll bring it up here. Uh, Megan, friend of the pod, uh, Ferringer, has asked, um, uh, with Rob Page getting a four-year contract, how many times are we allowed to say turn in the page or variations of it before we retire the cliche forever? Um, as a man of uh, many a football cliche house, um, yeah. how many um, page puns uh, would you say journalists and the like are allowed to use between now and the World Cup after the contract? Well, if you'd have asked me 12 months ago, I'd have said, no, retire it immediately after the first <laughs> time it was said. But now uh, now I'm working as a journalist. Um, as you know, you just keep using the same tired cliches over and over <laughs> again uh, until the end of time. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I think, uh, I think yeah, just continue to use it and, and different variations of um, you, you can never use a cliche too much in our trade. Yeah, I guess cliches are cliches for a reason. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, embrace the cliche. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and obviously, as Megan knows, I uh, I love to shout cliches on on the pitch as well. Yeah, so I yeah, can't yeah. really comment on that. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, right. Um, just a quick recap of yesterday's. Um, of results, Cardiff won three two, a very uh, very good first half, three nil up, and then uh, decided to not bother trying to play the second half and just sat back and almost almost did a did a classic Cardiff, but but held out for three two victory in Middlesbrough, which was uh, a fine reward for the two hundred fans who went because that is a mammoth journey midweek. Um, yeah. So fair play to them. Um, Swansea just can't kick the habit of conceding goals at injury time. I don't know the actual figures, but it 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 there's got to be like six or seven goals this season now that have that they've conceded after the ninetieth minute, um, and this time to lose rather than usually draw. So um, yeah, not sure not sure what Russell Martin needs to do to stop that because um, that can't carry on for long. Um, and then Newport lost uh, to Stevenage, um, which isn't a great result. I did see a few comments on. Um, on social media, sort of questioning Robbery a bit. So I hope they don't turn on him too soon because he's clearly got yeah. something about him. But um, yeah, they may have to be a bit patient this season because hasn't been the greatest of starts. Although Stevenage are their second. I didn't realise they were doing so well. And Newport are 17th yeah. on seven points. So I think they, I don't think they have to worry about relegation, but um yeah, they're not showing sort of playoff form at the moment, which is where they maybe thought they'd be going into the season. Um, Wrexham Cows, yeah. they're like a well-oiled machine at the moment, aren't they? Absolutely yeah. 
uh, battering teams left, right, and centre. That's a that's a lovely little cliche there, Rye as well. Well done, pal. Pat on the back for you. Thank you. Uh, well oiled machine. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was good last night. It was, it was as good as I've seen as this season. Um, I've missed a couple of games, uh, but you know I've seen. I think uh, how many games have we had now? Eight is it? Something like that. I think it's eight. Yeah, I've seen. I think I've seen six of the eight games, and uh, you know I've been. Been, uh, I think we've got better and better as each game's passed. To be mm. honest, so um, so yeah, uh, really good at the moment. All uh, all the top players firing, and um, I think as long as we stay injuries free, we sh- we should be okay. Tough game on the weekend, South End away. Yeah, but uh, but no, really going really well at the moment. Um, the only thing is Chesterfield looking very very strong as well. So so it's going to be a tough old season this year. I think uh, Chesterfield. I can already see. It's going to be Chesterfield and Notts County, I think, as we predicted mm. uh, at the top there. You know, as as always happens, Scunthorpe and Oldham are, are struggling after relegation. Yeah. Um, you know, it ha- happens almost every single year. You know, clubs come down from the Football League and, mm. and they're surprised by how good the league is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's going to be a tough one. But, yeah, going well at the moment, winning 5-0 every game. And, um, yeah. It's uh, it's all going well at the moment. Yeah, I think the biggest shame for Wrexham is when they play Chesterfield. If, I think if they played Chesterfield in a couple of weeks' time, yeah, it's, it's a much it's a much more attractive fixture. And it, I feel like the timing of it was wrong in terms of yeah. where you were in your progression. Um, yeah, we 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 said that last night. I think yeah. it'd be a very very different game now. We, you know, we we'd um, prior to playing Chesterfield, it was the third game of the season, and. Uh, We'd won one and drawn one, but we hadn't played well in those two games. And, uh, you know, I think it, it took us till the f- fourth fourth and fifth, I think even the fifth game. I think we, we won our fourth game, uh, but we didn't play particularly well in that. But since then, we've gone from strength to strength. And that's that's how it happens. You know, it, it does take a few games to get into, uh, into the season. Um, and, yeah, uh, it, as I say, getting better and better with each game now. So it's all going well. Good stuff. Uh, good result for Merthyr last night as well. Uh, they beat Salisbury yes. 2-1 away from home and they're putting together a nice little run of results now and they're sitting quite comfortably in mid-table and uh, I'm sure they may be sort of whispering about playoffs at the moment. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed that keeps going well. Um, it's an imp- improvement on last year for them, isn't it? Oh, massively, yeah. They've probably won as many games this season already as they did all of last year. I wouldn't be surprised if it's that far off. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so so that's good. Um, and fingers crossed they can keep winning in the FA Cup whenever that is. So um, we can get the Merthyr Wrexham game that I fantasised <laughs> about last week. Um, <laughs> that would be a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. Full fixtures in the Welsh um, system uh, on the weekend. Welsh Cup first round proper. Uh, Lansana in the in the first round of the Cup cows. Who have they got? What are you what are you thinking? Uh, got Glantrith, yeah. I, I'm quite confident we can uh, yeah. we can get a result. Um, yeah, I've I've been a bad omen for Sam. They've um, <laughs> they, they've only lost uh, they've lost three. I think they've won five and lost three so far this season. And I've been present for the two ones. They, two other ones they've lost. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm staying away for for the time being. And um, yeah, I'm quite confident we can get get through and get one of the big boys in the uh, in the next round. Yeah, at the Sam. Yeah, so um, obviously we've got Cymru Premier games. I think there's probably some Cymru North and South games. I'm not actually sure because half of the Cymru North and South are in the Welsh Cup, aren't they? I think yeah. the, bot- the bottom eight 
um, went in. Um, I'm going to be at um, Abervan Puthcall, I think. My plan yeah. is to do uh, a game in every round of the Welsh Cup this season. So um, Great I've, I've done the first two qualifying rounds. I'm going to go to watch Abervan on yeah. um, on the weekend. And then, yeah, so the second round is where all the Cymru Premier teams and the rest of the Cymru North and South come. So uh, who knows? Clansanon get through. Clansanon TNS in the yeah. uh, in the second round that would be uh, that would be something eh? oh Christ yeah we'd uh, we'd outnumber uh, TNS fans at their ground no, <laughs> no problem about that and that's that's but... just if you turn up <laughs> yeah yeah hey come on now come on now <laughs> good stuff right that's uh, that's about it uh, from Welsh football this week um, we'll speak to Agent Phillips next <laughs> Agent Phillips, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Good stuff. Uh, how have you been? It's been a quiet week for you, I'm sure. Uh, not really. No, what are you on about? Oh, right. <laughs> Go on then. Well, what have you been up why to? Would it be, why would it be a quiet week? Anyway, um, <laughs> so, yeah, we couldn't play last weekend. Right. Uh, we, we, so I still haven't got a club name because no one's even bothered to contact me about a club name. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I have to come up with one myself. Yeah, which is a, a, not quite annoying. <laughs> so neither of you two clowns have thought of one. That that lieutenant idiot hasn't thought of one. So I'm gonna have to call it something myself. Right. So I don't know what I'm gonna call it. But anyway, that's the least of my worries at the moment. Oh God, been a, been a difficult yeah. week then, is it? Since the, the the football club's begun. Yeah, yeah, it's been quite a hard week, you know, and not for other reasons, but it's been a hard week. Uh, on the on the uh, football front, because oh Christ, uh, I got Sagred the Gru over the into the country at last. Oh well, <laughs> that's something to shout about. Oh, no, he doesn't speak English, does he? Oh right, so you are literally shouting at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read Alan reckons he can speak French, but I don't think he can speak French. More like <laughs> Bulgarian, I think. But he's shouting <laughs> something. Anyway. But yeah, so Sigrid the Guru is, yeah, I don't know where he is. Red Allen said he'd sort him out. I think he's in his bed somewhere. But yeah, so easier. That's what should be good news. We've got a goalkeeper, but and communication's going to be an issue there. But like I said, we didn't play on the weekend because there's some, apparently, did you know this? You've got to register players to play football. Well, well, I never. Well, I didn't know this. <laughs> Bit, bit of a uh, bit of a sticking point, uh, especially in the Nathaniel MG Cup this year. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we weren't allowed yeah. to join that because, like I said, we're not allowed to just join any league I want to join. Apparently, so that's another idiotic decision from the FAW. But you haven't yeah, signed. So we you haven't signed Neilidly, have you? No, no, I haven't. He's too far from the travel. He right. didn't know where the A470 ended. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, and then in disastrous news, new, Alan Wewer's got some new signings in. He's got some of my boys. He's he's picked up some of his own players as well. But in bad news, Jonathan Hotspur's pulled his Achilles. <laughs> he pulled his Achilles in a training session. So, yeah, Jonathan Hotspur's is out for quite a long time now. Uh, but, yeah, so we've had a bit of training. Uh, and did the you goal say... Is, the goals have stood up, so they, they someone hit the post and it didn't collapse. So that's, oh, so that's a start. It's a positive, yeah. 
So you said yeah. we we was got some players through the door. Have you got yeah, any, yeah, yeah. Any any insights? Obviously, Hotspurs come in and immediately injured. <laughs> yeah, uh, he reckons it's because of the pitch, but like I think calling it a pitch is a bit of a stretch. But uh, yeah, we got Colwyn Pinto and Paul Mustard in. They obviously were unattached because they're some of my players. <laughs> I heard Mustard's keen as. Oh, yeah, no, uh, come on! No. Uh, he's a spicy player. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we've got Howard Bag. He's a local builder. He's actually building the stand. Well, he reckons he's building the stand, but I mean, he nicked a bus shelter from Caffilly because it says Caffilly by the council on it. So he's going to play left back. He reckons. So you know, uh, give him a go. Um, Play, playing then, power already, uh, already shining through. Then, if he's just going to blame it, like he's decided. We'd have loads of players. We've only got about fourteen, but you know, um, and then, what? That's eleven and three subs, isn't it? We need more than three <laughs> subs. In the state of these players, <laughs> and this Hotspurs clown's injured. So, uh, uh. we've got another guy then, Alan Grundig. He just sells beer. <laughs> so. <laughs> He's gonna play. Dig. Yeah, he's gonna play centre midfield. He he's been asking me for a game for ages. He said he supplies cans for the bar. He does, but he can play as well. Uh, and then another striker, Emrys Boycott. <laughs> <laughs> a relation of Jeffrey, uh, or no? He just doesn't like go into things. <laughs> Oh, so it's a nickname then? Uh, no, I, well, he put Emrys Boycott down on his whatever CV. I don't know who he's played for. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got... Uh, so, in total, if I sum it up, we've got Jonathan Hotspur, who's crocked. Howard Bag, who's a builder, and he's 48. Alan Grundig. <laughs> Alan Grundig, who I'm not really sure if he's a midfielder or, I don't know, a fielder in cricket, but he, he'll play somewhere. Emrys Boycott. He'll play, he'll, play, he'll play in the slips or silly mid or something, yeah. Somewhere. He might have a cricket game instead of football. Uh, Emrys Boycott, apparently he's a striker. He's the one that hit the post. So, And then we got Colwyn Pinto for a bit of exotic flair, Paul Mustard, and then Thagrid de Gru. So I don't know how many players that is. One, two, not enough. Not enough. Sh- shape it yeah. up then. It's been... <laughs> A lot could happen in a week, so... Uh... I hope it does, yeah, because at the moment I've got nearly as many backroom staff members as players, so it's costing me a fortune, this is. Hey, there's versatility there, though, you know, if uh, Grundig is, is supplying the cans, but also playing in centre midfield, and uh, Howard Bag is building the stand and playing left-back. It's like, you know, you, but, but get get you players who can do, do lots. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, I suppose... Yeah, versatile maybe. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're meant to play NSD, right? And uh, but then because that Evan Williams bloke scored the other day, he thinks he's like I don't know Batistuta now. So <laughs> they've refused the player. So they don't think that we're good enough to play that. Right. So if any club wants a game of anything, really, because you know we play cricket, football, darts, we just need to get a team bonding, like paintballing. We'll, no, 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 okay. no, because cause Tony uh, is banned from all paintballing in Wales. <laughs> I, w- I won't ask any more on that then. Um... Something to do with automatic machine. Uh... 
Um, Adrian Phillips fancying a game himself. Obviously, scorer of a fantastic goal once upon a time. Who? You. Me. Yeah. Do you 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 could have a game? Oh After, well. You know you impressed on your outing for Alternative Wales FC. Quite a good record, and actually, more or less scored two goals because that oh, that Murphy Brooks headed my cross into the goals. So right, yeah, two I'm goals sure if it came from like me. That, but but yeah, yeah, but yeah. So this is I might have to play. Yeah, I might have to play at this rate. Red Allen will be playing. I don't know. You will have to play with your cast. Uh, <laughs> Cows will have to play because he's the only one who knows all the football cliches. <laughs> <laughs> And then maybe we'll have to get that lieutenant cool. He he still hasn't sent who Herbert his fitness plan, but I think he's redesigning it or something. But yeah, yeah. Uh, the future's not very bright, but you know we'll keep on trucking. And it's like a money pit. This is. Well, uh, it sounds it sounds exciting. I'm looking forward to hearing all about uh, the the club as it grows from this tiny seed into a into an oak tree. Or whatever, or, or, or shrinks. We or don't shrinks, know yet. Yeah. We don't know which way it's going to go. To <laughs> Could be go either way. Could go either way. Yeah, yeah. Well, it will go well, but it's just how long it will take to go well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but hey, yeah. So um, I managed to. Co- yeah, persistence is key. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, but we'll see what happens. Uh, they still need a name. Yeah, well, uh, I'll I'll have a think about it. Uh, I was going to call you Cowson. I'll have a think One about it, Philip. Name I've had, but you can't you can't say this anymore. It's uh, no, I can't. No, no, <laughs> no. He he just and stopped I, I, short of getting cancelled. Then I think, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The it's sophisticated the carpet. That's not a football team name, is it? It's a band no. name. Sophisticated carpet. Yeah, who's who's giving you that? I can't remember now. It just must George, have been that flipping. George Street Gr- Grund- suggested that one. I think. Must, have, must have been that flipping uh, Grundig character from the Canadian. <laughs> right, I've got to go. I've got to register eight players with the FAW, and I don't have a clue how we do that. Well, all the best. Send my best to Howard Bag, and um, we'll catch up with you next week. Get back on that hammer, baggy boy. <laughs> Send him on his looking, way. Looking over here. Come on. Right, I'll uh, I'll catch up with you next week with uh, yeah, good news hopefully, and the name stuff. Kaus, send him on his way. Off you go, Phillips. <laughs> up the Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong and of the week time, then we'll start with last week. Um, I forgot because I was busy on Friday um, at a wedding, so unfortunately it wasn't top of my priorities list. Um, so we did a flash poll this afternoon, uh, and in third place on his debut, Ben Price's pick of the Gallagher brothers didn't quite translate only 25% of the vote, but a good show in anyway. Uh, in second place, my pick of the Panini sticker album, 33%. But winning, Kaus, self-service machines, again, showing you are a man of the people. 42% of the vote. <laughs> Another win. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well done, mate. That was uh, that, 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 something to be proud of. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's been a quiet week. Uh, don't really know what we're going to nominate this week. Um, 
nothing's really happened. So, uh, Kausa's winner. Are you going to set the tone, kick things yeah. off? <laughs> set the tone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to go for um, uh, unnecessary mourning. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bit of an obvious one, but this this it's this um, it's this concept of um, we're doing this as a mark of respect. You know, like um, a sushi bar stopped their offer on sushi. Yeah. As a yeah, mark yeah. of respect. Um, the the one the one that for me is cancelling cancelling all surgeries for patients on oh. Monday. And food bank um, shutting as well. And food food bank shutting down as a mark of respect. Yeah, that's not a mark of respect. That's I, I don't know what that is. It's it's strange. It's a really really strange concept that I can't get my head around. Um, you know, let the you know the the queen has died, so let's starve people. Yeah. Uh, because that's that's what's ha- that's what's happening. That, yeah. that's the truth of the matter. People will go hungry on Monday. Because of this mark of respect, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Mm. Um, you know, sh- show show your respect. Absolutely. You know, we've all got different opinions on the monarchy. People, people will know mine. People will know yours, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but come on now, come on, cancelling surgery for cancer patients and stuff like that. Is that right? That's yeah. that, that's sick. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry if that sounds a bit extreme, but that yeah. that is that. That is that is a sick, sick society that does something like that. Yeah, you know, um, you you can show your, um, you know, you can show your respects, you can mourn, but let's do it in the right way. Let's, you know, like I say, I started with one of the more silly ones, which was, you know, sushi bars and yeah, you know, restaurants cancelling certain offers and stuff like that. But you know, you can have a laugh about that, but it, it's not very funny when people's lives are, are at stake and. Um, and, you know, people go, children are going hungry because of this mark of respect. Mm. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd label it misplaced mourning, uh, I'd probably say. Yeah. Um, you Perf- know, performative but... mourning, I think, would be yeah. Because, a... like, I, I saw someone make a point that, like, obviously there's been, you know, quite an outpouring from the public about it all, which was sort of to be expected. Some people will and it's, and it's understandable, right, as well. Whatever, you whatever know, your it, views are. Yeah, but it, exactly. But, but, like, I think companies and brands have just gone into meltdown. They don't know what to yeah. do because mm. they don't want to be seen as not doing anything or they don't yeah. want to be seen as not doing enough. So they're just going way over the top. You're like, that Centre Park stuff this week about kicking people out for the night on Monday. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, out of respect, like what, what, what sort of respect is it? What, yeah. what is the this this word respect is being thrown around like willy nilly? Yeah. But what does it fucking mean when you know? Is it disrespectful to stay a night on holiday on Monday? Yeah. Like, mm. is it? No, it isn't. So, so, oh yeah, like I said, you know, whatever your personal feelings are for for everything that's happened, I think everyone has their way of. Of, of showing you know their things but i just think brands and have just gone so far over the top and i think you're absolutely spot on cows they, there's just sort of this performative thing because no one wants to be the company that isn't doing it or isn't doing enough or not showing enough respect so yeah. uh a strong pick a strong pick to set the tone <laughs> um I'm glad you did go with one because I didn't. I didn't want you to go for like I don't know, like bees again, or you know, and, <laughs> and, 
and then no what 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 for yeah, flies it was yeah that was it and then I go for my nomination so I'm glad we we're, we're going for the tone we're not gonna to skirt around it so um, yeah yeah I'm going for the title of Prince of Wales um, I'm yeah. going big I'm going hard um, oh. I need I need a win heavyweight battle yeah um, obviously um, the Prince uh, Charles was quick to um, was quick to uh, announce uh, William uh, as the new Prince of Wales, which, you know, I think they know what they're doing. They knew yeah. that if they do it quickly in the in the aftermath of the death of the Queen, um, you know, during this period of mourning where the media yeah. is so insane and all, the, and it can sort of go under the radar, and it has yeah. to a degree in in sort of in sort of the mainstream media because because you know it was probably going to happen anyway but i just think because they've done it in this um in this sort of cloud that we're under um there's no there's no conversation about it and there should be a conversation about it and like like i said people have different opinions and we all have an opinion on it and like you said our our opinions are quite obvious where we stand on it and i'm sure will be similar to a lot of our listeners um it's just it's just really insulting that that it was done so quickly and you know Drakeford came out and said he wasn't um briefed on it he, he didn't know it was going to happen you know and that's a democratically um democratically uh voted politician in our country you know the, the so-called leader of our country um that isn't even briefed on it so yeah, I really disappointing that they went for it again after you know how bad it was last time, and I'm sure if there is an investiture, uh, it won't go. Um, it won't be a quiet one like they're hoping. I think um, there'll be a noise, a noise made about it. Um, yeah. You know, I had a, I had a question on the questions. Just trying to find it now. I don't know where it's gone. Um, oh yeah, Nathan Jones had said, um, "Who should be the Prince of Wales and why?" Um, and I guess you know we can we can make our the obvious ones Michael Sheen, Gareth Bale, you know all the sort of legends of Wales that we've got. But essentially, um, the the title of Prince of Wales is redundant in my eyes, and um, any sort of mon- monarchist uh, royalist um, titles because they're they're old fashioned, backward, and don't really have a place in a democratic modern society that. We claim to have so, um, yeah, so yeah, that's my pick. Yeah, that's um, right. Come the Senate set better myself. I've, I did have to laugh the other day at some woman saying, um, the uh, that the 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 role the monarchy was was democratic, yeah, because because the uh, the the British public are. are uh, are quite laid back about the, you know what I mean? That there hasn't yeah. been a revolution, almost like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you it's know, sort of like, uh, okay, well, we can overthrow them then if we want. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she'd, she'd have something to say if we did uh, yeah. start a revolution. Exactly. But, um, yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Oh well, it's been a, it's been a strange old week. Um, so there's your wrong and picks. Uh, I think there probably could have been plenty more. Um, yeah. Uh, hello, hello, Andrew. I'm sure. I'm sure you're listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. As well as um, you know, anyone who's 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 calling out protesters. I think that's just disgusting as well. And hopefully, um, the who everyone who's going to the uh, protest on Friday, um, while Charles is in Cardiff, um, you know, stay safe and um, can get their point across. 
um, as they should be allowed to do. So, uh, so yeah, that's your picks. Uh, on Friday, I will remember this week because I haven't got anything on on Friday. You can choose between performative morning or um, or the or the title of Prince of Wales. Um, so uh, so yeah, moving on to uh, a lighter hearted section. Uh, we're going to answer <laughs> your questions next. Right, uh, it's time for your questions. Um, we've got a big hitter to start. I'm surprised one we've never really had before um, from Megan, um, who's asked um, about our all-time ultimate Wales eleven um, after the talk of the all-star um, teams. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Should we go through it together? I was going to say, let's start with the goalkeeper. And yeah. we'll see how similar our choices are. I think yeah. as a caveat, I'm going to make, I'm going to probably only pick from players I've seen play. Yeah. I think because, yeah. because I could easily pick John Charles or Ivor Allchurch or Billy Mer- yeah. Meredith, all these sort of greats from our history, but I don't really know how good they actually were. I'm just sort of yeah. going off the words of other people. So I'm going to try and stick with what I know. Um, Definitely. And, um, and yeah, we'll we'll crack on. So goalkeeper Kaus. Uh yeah. Is it Nev? Well, yeah, it's it's Nev for me. I mean, I, I only saw the end of his career really, uh, you know, in the nineties. But even then, I mean, I remember like uh against the Netherlands when we lost set seven seven one. I think, you know, it could have been fourteen one without mm-hmm. Nev that night. So um yeah, even 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 as he was getting you know, he's getting older, he's getting bigger, he was still just like a colossus. Uh, especially for Wales, like so. So yeah, I think it's got to be Nev. You know, big shout out, obviously, to to Wayne Hennessy as yeah. well. But um, you know, and Paul Jones. I, I was quite fond of Paul Jones as well for a time. Yeah. He, he was a bit small for a keeper, but he did he did a half decent job for Wales until that horrible day against Slovakia. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, for me, mate, it's got to be Nev. Yeah, I, I, difficult thing is I never saw Nev play. No. Um, obviously, Wayne Hennessy has been the goalkeeper, the best goalkeeper in my um, my lifetime um, and, you know, is in the conversation with Nev. But I know I've just made a caveat that I had to see them play. I, 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 I know enough about Neville Southall um, to yeah. suggest that that he would he is our best. Because I know that, you know, at his peak, he was the best goalkeeper in the world um, for a yeah. time. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Nev already smashing my caveat away. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> um, we'll start with right back. We'll, 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 we'll just do a, a four, four, two, just keep it sort of fairly yeah. basic house. Yeah, um, right back. Um, who, who are your immediate thoughts? Well, I mean, you know, Gunter for his longevity, mm. uh, but yeah, I, I, I absolutely loved Mark Delaney. Mm. I loved him. I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was a classic example. I, part of the reason as well, I love him. Came from uh, Carmarthen Town in the uh, yeah in the the Welsh uh, Welsh Premier League uh, League of Wales at the time, and uh, I just thought he was he was fantastic. Just such a consistent for, performer for Wales. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going to go for uh, I'm going to go for Mark Delaney. Yeah, it's it's tough this one because we've we've been blessed with right backs in yeah. you know especially my lifetime you know my first Wales team Delaney was the right back and then um you know there was probably a few in between Delaney and Gunter then we had Gunter for so long and now we've got Connor Roberts and um Nico Williams who are both yeah. very capable and I'm sure 
if we're doing this in ten years' time, yeah, Connor 100%. Robertson, Nico Williams will probably will yeah. probably be one of the two. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to go for Delaney as well. Like he was part of that. You know, my first consciously the first campaign I really remember um, properly is the Euro 2004 campaign, and he was a yeah. massive part of that team. Yeah, um, and yeah, just, to, just and you know, like you said, came from the League of Wales. You know, did really well at Cardiff. Played for Aston Villa in the Premier League, and he probably should have had a longer career. I think injuries put pay to it in the yeah. end. Um, yeah. I'm sure he'd be talked about in um, in better terms. Um, he, he was just he was just a constant seven out of ten. Like every, yeah. he was just consist Mister Consistency. Like you know, yeah. Um, and he was he was a massive part of that team. I think he played every game in that campaign that you're talking about there, right? So yeah, yeah I, I, I loved him. Like I thought he was a brilliant player. Like you know. yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, centre backs, then. What what would your centre back partnership be? Ooh, partnership. Uh, well, a- Ashley's straight in there. Yeah, hundred percent agree with Williams. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, who, who's alongside him? I mean, uh, I, I don't remember Kevin Ratcliffe. People yeah, say about again. how good Kevin Ratcliffe was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Gabs. I, I've probably got to say yeah. Gabadon. Gabadon yeah. in my head again sort of a player in the wrong era. I think yeah. if, if we had him now, he'd be an absolute Rolls Royce of a defender. There's another cliche for you there. I hope, <laughs> hope you're enjoying them, Megan. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, I think Gabs, he was just, he was just an absolute, um, you know, again, probably didn't quite hit the, hit the heights he could have reached because of injuries, but uh, fantastic player. And just, again, such a big part of my childhood at Cardiff and Wales, watching him, um, was always one of my favourite players. So I, I'll, I, I'm in agreement with you there, Kaus. We're in agreement yeah. so far, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess a shout out, James Chester had a great little period around the Euros. Um, obviously, Joe Rodon, again, is in that Connor Roberts, N- Nico Williams bracket, a future great. Yeah. Um, Darcy Blake had a fantastic run under, yeah. Gary, uh, under Gary Speed. So, um, so, yeah, there's a few there. Um, that probably deserve Andy Melville, I think, had a really good um, spell yeah. as well. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Left back. Um, what are you going left back wise? Well, it, it's it's a difficult one. It's um, always been a bit of a problem area for us. Yeah. Well, going going back to that, and I keep going back to this Mark Hughes team in two thousand three, mm. two thousand two, two thousand three. But um, at that time, Gary Speed played there. Um, yeah. And he was good, but he was for me. He was always he was always a central midfielder. Yeah. Really. Uh, late late me. runs into the box. You know. I yeah. Think. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, obviously we had Bale playing there, but you, you know, you're not going to have Bale playing left back in this team, are you? Yeah. Um, so it's difficult. I'd, I'd, I'd be tempted, maybe. I'd be tempted thinking further ahead into midfield as well. I'd, I'd be tempted to maybe put speed in there and put Giggs yeah. as as a centre mid. Maybe I don't know. Giggs as a centre mid. See, well, we'll get perhaps on, we'll get on yeah. the centre mids because there's a, that way. I think we're we're there's quite a few. Um, options there, especially if we're only going to have two central midfielders. Yeah, so, yeah. Neil Taylor, fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, during that period, but like, I feel like there's a f- in that Coleman team, it was a team rather than individuals. Yeah, and I and I think sometimes I think if you take him as an individual, he probably doesn't make it. But I think he worked in yeah. in the system we played. Obviously, Nico I think you could, put, you could left maybe wing put back. Ben. You could maybe put Ben Davis in oh there, couldn't you? I, I can't believe I've missed Ben Davis. Hundred percent. He's he's my left. Yeah, back. I think so. Yeah, yeah I, completely. Because I, I th- he plays centre back now. But if we're this is like, it, yeah, yeah, 100%. this is it. I, I mean, if if you're doing a four four two, it's probably it's probably Ben Davis, isn't it? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. He's uh, he's someone that 
you know, he's so good. He is so good. And, yeah. and he's so consistent. And no one mentions... I don't think he's... He gets a lot of credit, but I still don't think he gets the credit he deserves either. No, no. He is, he is exceptional. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. him, and um, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm definitely 100 Ben Davis. Can't believe I Ben Davis. Him. That's that right. solved the problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we'll go um, right wing, right midfielder. Um, I think this is a pretty obvious one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Why? Who are you thinking in right midfield? Gareth Bale. That's he, he, when he plays up yeah, front. Yeah. He plays on the right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose it, it it's it's so difficult this because you you sort of think about you know, you know you're playing four four two yeah uh, like you're thinking oh you, you, there's no point thinking about it in a tactical sense just put him in the position yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah I, I think probably Gareth Bale yeah yeah, yeah. and then yeah I, and then yeah it, it makes it quite easy then doesn't it um, yeah you know in terms so, of the so left midfield you you're gonna have to have Ryan Giggs Ryan Giggs yeah despite exactly his, um, despite him being a shit bloke. <laughs> Um, well, and, and yeah. a terrible poet, I think. Um, yeah, I think it has to be him, doesn't it? A terrible poet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no. Actually, take him out. Take him out. Just remember <laughs> the poetry. Take him out. No, um, <laughs> I can forgive some things. No, that's take that out as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, moving swiftly on the centre midfield. Um, <coughs> so we've got some big hitters, and someone's going to have to miss out here. Um, yeah. Who who would your two be? I I think it has to be uh, Speed and Ramsey. Uh, you know, yeah. like you say, it's it, you know, there's some good players who miss out. You know, you could you could spend all night shouting out, couldn't you? But yeah, Joe um, Allen, Pembridge, even yeah. Savage, um, and I'm probably yeah. forgetting people. That Ledley had you know Ledley was fantastic yeah, for a long course, time. Of course, so yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah. but I think I think Speed just. Obviously, he was a fantastic player. Went on to be a great manager, a great person, um, you know, and obviously is m- deeply missed. But I think on merit as a footballer, he's in there um, yeah. for his club career and his Welsh career. Um, mm. And Ramsey is just—he's one of the best footballers we've ever had as a nation. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. a no-brainer in the end. But um, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think uh, yeah, to me, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. For me, you a know, a uh, long list. Century. A long list of honourable mentions. Um, Barry sure. Horn. Barry Horn, yeah. <laughs> of <laughs> um, course. Of course. Uh, right, strikers. This is where it, it'll get a bit difficult now that the yeah. striker, the, the, what is a striker has changed a lot since I've started watching okay, football. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you can go for two strikers, Kaus, obviously you can style them out as you want if you want to fit a player yeah. in that may, maybe more of an inside forward or something. But, um, yeah, what, what are you mm. thinking? Yeah, I think Bellamy's in there. Um, yeah, for me, I'm going to go straight in with Bellamy. Um, I mean, you know, the the next one that comes to mind is is John Hartson, really. See, I uh, I had John in my head, and I sort of uh, had Ernie on the on the on the cusp. Yeah, um, but then I think also this is where the caveat comes in. Your you've you saw Rush, the end of Rush. You saw the yes. end of news, and you saw the end of Saunders. So, yeah, I did. Uh, they they were they were all on their way downhill then though. Uh, they yeah. really were, you know. I I I probably it was probably mid nineties. I think I, I first started to really uh, be a, a keen football fan, like you know, as a yeah. seven eight year old or whatever. But they they were they were all on their way down at that point. Um, mm. 
so so it's difficult really uh, yeah of course you know R- R- Rashi Hughes Saunders yeah absolutely fantastic players all three of them you can make a yeah. case for all three of them but no my my time watching football I'd I'd probably I probably wouldn't put them in there I'd probably have to go for Hart and Bellamy to be honest with you yeah um you know, so uh, they were so good in that 2002-2004 yeah. side, weren't they? And you know, look back at the team. It's essentially it's a merger of, um, you know, our Euros 2016 team, and, yeah, and uh, and the and the Hughes team, and yeah. Hughes team I, with, and with also, I, I, <laughs> I know we haven't thought about it from a tactical standpoint because if we did, it would look very different. But yeah. could you imagine though the the you know the the quality coming in from Giggs and uh, and Bale yeah. and John Hartson would score bloody would have scored fifty goals for oh, Wales if yeah. that was the case. You know what Massively, I mean? yeah. So um, uh, so yeah. Right. So I think that's our team. Um, don't quote us on it. Uh, I'm sure, like I said, there's plenty of people who could be involved, but I think it's Neville uh, Neville Southall in goal, um, uh, Delaney, Ashley Williams, Danny Gabadon, uh, Ben Davis. Uh, Gareth Bale, Gary Speed, Aaron Ramsey, Ryan Giggs, Craig Bellamy, John Hartson. I think that's quite a nice, nice team um, of elite footballers. So, uh, so yeah, that was a that was fun, fun little uh, thing. We've only got five minutes because I have to shoot off, so we are gonna have to rattle through a few questions here. Um, we'll start with Bush, um, seeing as we can't really miss out a Bush question. Um, right, okay, Bush, here he is. Long ago when we were young and free, love happened easily and dreams never died. Life sung a pretty song and now those days are gone, tearfully sang Buck's Fizz. A guilty secret record in my collection. Her name was Lisa. I was 13. No idea what that means. Um, anyway, that's hope that isn't incriminating, Boosh. Um, are there any guilty secret records in your collection, Kaus? Any any guilty pleasures music-wise? Oh, I've got loads, mate. I've got <laughs> absolutely loads. I've, um, I, I remember I bought Simon Webb's album <laughs> when he brought it out. And uh, there were some absolute belters on there, mate, to be honest. I absolutely <laughs> loved some of them. Uh, yeah. Um, I've got some. Oh, yeah, I've got some really weird CDs. Like, yeah, use it. I'm, I'm massively into my indie. I like. A, I dip my toe in, in a bit of punk as well. Yeah, um, I like a bit of ska. I like you know a bit of all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I do like a bit of a guilty pleasure as well sometimes. So yeah, I've got a few weird ones. I'll have to think what else. Yeah. Another guilty pleasure I used to listen to quite a bit was uh, Status Quo. <laughs> who uh, who all over who the world? Oh, they, they, they just they're just so bad. But yeah, you just find yourself singing along to some of their <laughs> some of their songs, like. Um, but yeah, load of cheesy rubbish they are. But um, but yeah, the one that jumps out to me is James Blunt. I really liked his first few records. I even went to see yeah. him live once. Um, Did you? Yeah, very uncool person to like. Yeah, but, um, very, very much so. But yeah, yeah but I, I, I like it. I like the way he's quite self self deprecating. He is. He's, yeah, he seems all right. To be fair, he's a good character. Uh, right, we'll do Alan March's the Podfather, Alan the Axes trivia before I. We hopefully squeeze a couple more in before I have to rush off. Um, he's his question is: Is Belgium away again next week for what feels like the annual fixture? But Kaus, here's a question for you. How many times have we played Belgium? And what's our one drawn and lost record against them? I, I couldn't tell you exactly. I remember 
I remember looking a few years back at um, our record against uh, against everyone, mm. um, and um, I think I think it's pretty pretty decent. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously we've had some good times. I think I think I would. I'm going to guess now. I, hopefully, I won't be too far off. I'm going to guess it's something like uh, one four drawn five lost six something like that. Almost spot on, Kaus. Uh, it's right. We've won five drawn five and lost six so you got the draws right. and lots right but we had one extra win so 16 right, games go. five wins five draws and six defeats so yeah. um so very good stuff right so i i think i think we i don't think we played them many times before like the late 80s but yeah since then we've played them absolutely loads and we? We, we played them twice in 1949 and then we didn't play them again until 1990 and since right. 1990 we've played them 14 times yeah, so, uh, yeah, says it all. Yeah, um, right. Just to literally rattle through some questions, Dowlin. Uh, what's the most margin of insult you can come up with me? Uh, you're a massive fucking bell end. That's not a quick one. Uh, Matt Davis. Anyone going to Cardiff to hold any signs up on Friday? He says his is going to say, "Charlie, can Ryan have your shirt, please?" That's very good. Oh, oh please do, Matt. Um, Paul, is there a phrase or saying that really gets under your skin and annoys you? Uh, the two for him are. It is what it is, and it will be what it will be, especially if they are used within a work context. Yeah, Paul, I agree with you there. Uh, DDI Happis, who is the greatest professional wrestler of all time? Uh, my choice is Eddie Guerrero, was my hero when I grew was growing up. Um, <laughs> Lieutenant Cool, can't believe you recorded a podcast. Shows a sheer disrespect for our queen. Anyway, in an independent tropical Welsh Republic, who do you think would be worthy of a state funeral? Uh, Tommy Kaus, that's my answer for that one. Um, <laughs> and uh, that is it. I think we've covered everything else. So um, fair play, mate. You rattled through yeah, them. Sorry to sorry to rush through them, but I but I, I literally do have to go in like five minutes time. So uh, yeah. got to got to do the old closing statements. So uh, Kaus, um, as we as we come to the end of a podcast, uh, what is your closing statements today? Uh, Vive la Republic. No, yep. uh, well, yeah, 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 still yes, but uh, yeah, great stuff. Just uh, get out to a Welsh football game this weekend, and um, and yeah, just stay safe no matter what you're doing. Um, especially those people going on Friday, don't cause any trouble. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, believe in what you believe in, and don't let uh, don't let the media tell you. Uh, well, Christ, are we turning into a Joe Rogan podcast now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ne- and, yeah. and next week we have a we have a guest David Cottrell on the podcast. <laughs> Christ Almighty! Yeah, no, don't don't you know, don't let uh, don't let the media dictate what you should think. Um, you know, make your own opinions and uh, and yeah, up the Cymru. Amen, amen. Um, right uh, from me. Uh, issue seven is out. It's really good. It's gone down really well. Everyone's really enjoying it and. I am probably under 20 issues left. So if you do want to get one, act soon um, because uh, we are running low. It's really good. Um, and like I, like I say, every week, uh, it's the best way to support the podcast to keep us going um, so we can pay for the um, you know the uh, the hosting and the, the, the software and stuff. So uh, yeah, appreciate anyone who's bought one. Appreciate everyone who's contributed to them. Um, and yeah, long live the fanzine. Long live the Republic. and. Um, to play us out tonight, Kaus. I haven't, I haven't thought of anything because I, I always forget this part. Uh, anything off the top of your head, or I'm gonna have a quick search on uh, on Spotify. 
I tell you what, go. Um, I fancy a bit of a Randreven. I absolutely yep. love a Randreven. Um, which one should we go for? Let's go for. Uh, have we ever had Bear Nessa? I don't think we have. No, I think that, that's. Yeah, let's uh, go for that. It's an okay. absolute belter. That is good stuff. Right, to play us out then. Bear Nessa by Andreven. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, hope we've been able to give you some sort of content in the week that is void of all content um, that isn't um, depressing. So, uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, keep it alternative. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs>